Hello and welcome to the 12th episode of Tome Show News. I'm Lewis Brenton and with me are Tracy Hurley and Branda Stoddard. Tome Show News is here to bring you brief news updates, primarily on the Dungeons & Dragons role-playing game and things that are impacting the D&D community. This episode is being recorded on Friday, June 12th. Here's the news. In response to the killing of George Floyd and the nationwide and, in fact, worldwide protests in response, the gaming community created a number of projects and uh, fundraising bundles to raise money for bail funds, legal funds, and other important needs in this time. On the DMs Guild, there are currently three fundraising bundles, the Black Lives Matter bundle, the NAACP Legal Defense Fund Bundle, and the National Police Accountability Bundle. In addition, a project called Dissident Whispers is a uh, 50-page collection of one-page dungeons, the proceeds from which are supporting bail funds. On Thursday, June 11th, Reddit caught the attention of the Dungeons & Dragons community with a potential news leak. A post appeared showing a screen grab from a video that was posted and then quickly deleted from the D&D Beyond YouTube channel, showing an apparently completed and very official-looking D&D hardcover book. The title of the book is Icewind Dale, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. That's rhyme spelled R-I-M-E, which refers to the ice which forms from water droplets on a surface. The Frost Maiden is presumably a reference to Aurel the Frost Maiden, the cruel goddess of winter in the Forgotten Realms pantheon. A description line at the bottom of the cover reads, Feel the cold touch of death in this adventure for the world's greatest role-playing game. The cover art is appropriately icy and wintry, and features an unidentified creature and some wolves standing over a frozen body in the snow. And it looks awesome. Later that evening, Wizards of the Coast posted a promotional video on Instagram for their upcoming D&D Live 2020 event, which made explicit mention of cultists of Aurel, the Frost Maiden, and the Ten Towns of Icewind Dale. We were promised an upcoming product announcement at D&D Live, and it's likely that this is it. On June 10th, Wizards of the Coast apologized for publishing the Magic the Gathering card, Invoke Prejudice, and then removed it from the Gatherer, changed its multiverse number, the number it had in the multiverse uh, as a significant one to white supremacists, and banned it from all sanctioned play. In addition, they removed and banned six other cards for, quote, being racist or culturally offensive, end quote. Cleanse, Stone-Throwing Devils, Protestant Gypsies, Jihad, Imprison, and Crusade. The card images will be replaced on the site with the following statement, quote, we have removed this card image from our database due to its racist depiction, text, or combination thereof. Racism in any form is unacceptable and has no place in our games nor anywhere else, end quote. The action came as conversations involving race and privilege have been at the forefront of the news. Wizards of the Coast have stated they support their black fans, employees, and community members. However, some asked how strong that support could be given that these cards existed. In response, Wizards of the Coast reviewed the cards and issued this statement uh, and took those actions. In addition to this look at Magic the Gathering, the Dungeons & Dragons team is looking at a number of the fantasy races and other materials. Jeremy Crawford discussed on Twitter that they are looking at orcs drow in the Stani and stating, The orcs of Eberron and Wildmount reflect where our hearts are and indicate where we're heading. End quote. 
The newest Dungeons & Dragons sourcebook, Mythic Odysseys of Theros, released electronically on D&D Beyond, Roll20, and Fantasy Grounds as originally scheduled. Users of those platforms have had access to that new book since June 2nd. A first-look review of Mythic Odysseys of Theros is already posted here in the Tome Show Network. You'll find a link to that review in the show notes for this podcast. Due to the global COVID-19 pandemic, the physical release of the book has been delayed until July 21st. In addition, an 11-level adventure making use of the Theros setting has recently been released on DMs Guild. This adventure is titled Masks of Theros, and it takes place across five different locations in Theros. Masks of Theros was developed by Steffi Devon and Kat Evans, and in addition gives writing credits to Christian Eichhorn, Beatriz Diaz, and Oliver Clegg. If you want to get your party running around in Magic the Gathering's world of Theros, these two electronic resources seem to be the quickest way to make that happen. D&D Beyond has released Legends of Runeterra, Dark Tides of Bilgewater, a supplement crossing over Riot Games' League of Legends property into Dungeons & Dragons. It includes a setting guide for Bilgewater itself, three new, set, three new subclasses, an adventure, new monsters, and new magic items. At the time, there was some confusion as to whether Legends of Runeterra, Dark Tides of Bilgewater, was an official WotC project with Riot Games, but in fact it is entirely done under the auspices of D&D Beyond and the Open Gaming License. On June 1st, the Game Manufacturers Association, Gamma, announced on Twitter that they would not be hosting their weekly Friday livestream, stating, quote, They all agree that our time is better served reflecting on the current state of the world and how we can support the black members of our community better, end quote. A number of folks responded that they would like to see Gamma take an official stance on the Black Lives Matter movement, which was not mentioned in their statement, but Gamma offered no further elaboration. This silence led a number of hosts and guests involved in the Origins online conference, including Elizabeth Hargrave, Eric Lang, and Mandy Hutchinson, as well as some of the publishers, to back out from the event. On June 10th, Gamma announced a statement in support of Black Lives Matter and apologized for how long it took to make that statement. They also announced the cancellation of Origins Online and confirmed all attendees, sponsors, and exhibitors would get a full refund or that they could donate their fee to a number of organizations that support Black and Indigenous people of color in addition to other marginalized folks. And with that, we come to the end of another episode of Tome Show News. We want to say thank you for all the positive feedback we've received so far about our show. We hope you continue to find this little corner of the Tome Show Network both interesting and informative. If you have items of information that you think we should be covering on TSN, please reach out to our team, either by emailing us at thetomeshow at gmail.com or on Twitter at thetomeshow. I'm Lewis Brinton. I'm Tracy Hurley. And I'm Brandis Stoddard. Thanks for listening. <laughs>